that's a growler. Hello again and welcome to the Never Ending Minute, where we analyze, scrutinize, and hanging guys in the skies while the bat flies. The movie, The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howitt. I'm Judy Steele. Welcome to Friday, guys! We made it! Crystal, thanks for joining us again on Friday. We're so happy to have you. I love Fridays. We all do. It's literally the happiest Friday, too. And what a good minute! So not to take it down, but I did hear something wonderful today on a, a different podcast. And guy was, the guy was referring to somebody saying, oh, I can't wait till it's Friday. And the guy asked him, he said, how many days of your life have you wished away hoping for a weekend? That's kind of deep, isn't it? Uh, all of them, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was trying to say, you know. Time is yeah. important. And don't wish it away, but it's oh, stuck, it stuck in my head. <laughs> I can enjoy all days of the week, but I'm going to enjoy the one where I can stay up and yeah. sangria. Come on. I mean, it's if you just can't stay up on a Monday with sangria, you're not doing standard. it right. <laughs> I'm not a very good adult. I'm sorry. That's why I host a podcast on the never ending story, my True. favorite childhood movie. I'm not yeah, a big same. drinker myself, so I can't, I can't disagree. Oh, boy. All right. So the minute we are talking so happily about is minute 19, which begins with the rock biter confirming that this is the nothing we're seeing running rampant across our screens. But it ends with our heroes gazing lovingly at the ivory tower. Oh, I love it. It oh. ends with the best matte painting, guys. I have the same note written down. Oh, I, I wrote out, since I wasn't sure who would do it, but I, I wrote down the names of all the um, likely contenders. But we'll get there. We'll get there. This might be the most 80s minute in the history of film, I Possibly. Think. So what do you guys think of this harsh cut? We're going from the confusion and maelstrom of the nothing attacking and the bike riding away and everything's Whoa. crazy to slam cut. Let's go to a quiet sky. No, even before that, I was really thrown off with him leaving, first of all, and we'll get there at the end of this minute. I'm not buying that that's a bike. But regardless, we're saying it's a bike. <laughs> the the rock biters wheeled thing also goes through the forest, causing destruction and rumbling noises. True. And the nothing is rampaging through the forest, causing destruction and windy, no rumbling noises. So... It's just very weird going back and forth between them. The difference is the bike is knocking stuff down. The nothing is picking stuff up. <laughs> right. Uh, I pick things up. I put them down. <laughs> <laughs> I get. I don't know. It just really threw me off at first because they were showing the nothing. And then all of a sudden it's it's the wheel. And I was like, wait, no, that's. That's the nothing, and then wait, he's the nothing. What's happening? <laughs> then they show him going through the forest. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, yeah, it's it's very weird. And then I was trying to figure out with the clouds if this would have been filmed for the movie or if they just grabbed stock from somewhere. Now, one thing I want to I want to say about the clouds is like not on my first viewing, but maybe on my second viewing as a kid because I rented this a lot and watched it. I forgot like the order of the movie because you're a kid and you don't remember that kind of stuff. Right. And when it goes from the nothing to this quiet cut, I'm like, 
Is this what the nothing does? Is this what it leaves? It leaves this beautiful sunset over clouds. I'm like, why does everyone hate it? Good job, the nothing. <laughs> it's so quiet now and peaceful. Like, this isn't so bad. Oh, why are they scared? Should we get deep again? Sure. This is heaven. You're scared of the nothing oh. because you can't imagine what's on the other side. And all you see is the empty destruction. But really? Oh, my. Oh, God. This is too fun a minute to do this with because, guys... Avatar, this is not. (laughs) (laughs) I love practical effects. I love blue screen. I'm all about looking for the black line around the speeders on Hoth. Woof. When this bat flaps into the screen. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. This didn't age as well as some of the rest of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, not not the greatest this reminds me of like old school Superman flying through the sky. You know? Like it's the same effect. <laughs> they did the same thing. Mm-hmm. But again, we do get to enjoy Tilo's facial expressions and get to play with those again. It, it's it's great and terrible at the same time. <laughs> if that if that makes sense. If other people also sometimes appreciate when a movie is just so ridiculous that you're like, "Yep, that's and that puppet." I want to note that. <laughs> Uh, once we get to these skies again, we mm-hmm. start hearing that same theme that we heard when we were seeing the book in the in the bookshop. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love that. I mean, we're about to reach my favorite musical cue. But first, but first, but first. Um, those look like Joshua trees when they, they do, land. Indeed. Or when everyone's skis should stop. But those are restricted to the United States Southwest. So they they can't be and wait for it. I looked it up. Yucca brevifolia. Oh geez, Louise. Joshua Tree. Yeah. I the think this is all honestly on a sound stage. Yeah, I was like, oh, I think the, I think the trees these. are fake, fakey McFakersteins. <laughs> You've got the nice matte painting in the background as well. That that cloudy sky kind of matte painting. Yeah. No, I I don't think they camped out to Arizona or anything to do this, but. I was just so thrown off because I'm like, those look exactly like Joshua trees. But <laughs> what I, I, I mean, I realize is, we're in a fantastic land where th- anything can happen. Yeah, I think that this is a uh, a very tiny model, and the uh, rock biter is maybe like six inches tall, <laughs> and everything's just to scale, so it's easier to film. Just like the. Uh, trench battle of star wars so you're saying this is probably somebody's old train old model train oh, set up yes. I love it. and <laughs> yes. thomas your smoke is back <laughs> yes my smoke is back i actually had that note here in fact in this second he's all smoke you can't even see the snail <laughs> and we have our second snail sneeze which is fun to say snail sneeze right after halting and i just have to give a shout out to my fellow sufferer I am seriously allergic to dust, but I work with rare books in a life, and I, well, I don't work with rare books in my current job, but (laughs) I went to school to study preservation of books, and I work in a library, but I'm allergic to dust, and so many people have called me out, including other librarians who are like, what? Why did you choose this career? It's like, I just thought I sneezed a lot. Like, I didn't think it was a big deal. I didn't realize this is going to be a problem. And so the fact that, like, the snail makes all that smoke and yet he sneezes every time there's dust around him. I just, 
You know, this is... You guys are best friends. I used to relate to Bastion, but now I think the snail and I are on the I same I think this page. is something that's going to keep changing every time we see a new character. <laughs> it's like, oh, I relate to this one now. Oh, it's this one now. I just love everyone, guys. <laughs> I love okay? them all. I'm sorry. That, you know what? The best That's the best way to live. <laughs> Definitely. So we do get a new terrain here. Um, I think it's awful convenient that this little ramp is here to stop the rock biter. <laughs> I know. Very, very convenient. <laughs> Okay, so is anyone getting bicycle from that? It's, it's a, a big wheel. Big wheel of Thank some sort, yeah. Yeah, I, but where are the pedals? There are no pedals, just his feet. He's, it's one of those kicky ones. Now, you, Tierney, <laughs> this is a fantastic lamb with all kinds of magic. Do you really not think that they can find some way to locomote this without our science being in the way? Maybe everything is downhill no matter which way you're going. Well, you do find out in the book that there is no such thing as distance in Fantasia. That things are only as far away as you imagine them. Yeah. yeah, That's problematic for physics. A lot of stuff. And and I have, you know, I talked about the wheel. I love his wheel. I love the handlebars. It's just, it's not a bike. (laughs) Yeah. I'm having a little trouble getting getting over that. It looks more like a tricycle. Yes, I think it has more of the shape of a tricycle, but yeah. just with no back. I'm more than yeah. happy to just say it goes because it goes. It's like one of those <laughs> things you would give to a three-year-old so that they can sit down on it and you could like push them from behind, but they can use their feet to walk on the ground with it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So my daughter <laughs> has a Power Wheels. It's, <laughs> nice. it's, a little, it's a little frozen Jeep. And this weekend I went to the step of increasing the speed on it. Like there's a little limiter on it. And she's gotten good enough at driving it that I took it out. And I can no longer walk beside her. I now have to jog with her everywhere we go. Wow. But she can't she gets mad if it goes slow now, so I can't turn it back to slow. She's getting big. (laughs) Exercise for you. Yeah, Yeah. she's She's getting velocitized. Yeah, she loves speed. It's crazy. I I gotta warn you as an adult not to take that weight limit lightly on the power wheels because <laughs> while there is some wiggle room on that not enough for a full-grown adult not that no. i know from the horrible whining noise of the poor power wheels struggling to transport my college self across the yard i 100 percent agree yep. and i of yep. course don't have any evidence of this in my life <laughs> <laughs> My cousins lived on a dead end street. And so they had the bikes, the power wheels, and and there were other kids on their street too. So like, just, it was kid nirvana. There was just stuff there. (laughs) Just at the end of everyone's driveway. Here are my, you know, completely dangerous pogo sticks and things like that that you could try. Oh, I loved pogo sticks when I was a kid. Oh, it never ended well. Terrifying. It never (laughs) ended well. Um, but yeah, it'd it just be out there. And, and this thing should be out there because it's not a bike, but it is a wheelie moving thing. So that fits. <laughs> yeah. So I remember when I was a kid, we bought a uh, VW Traveler, I think they were called, the bus. Yes. And it had the like top on it. And inside it, we bought it used. And inside it was an old pogo stick. And we asked the guy when we got it, we're like, can we keep this too? There were three of us. <laughs> wow. And they're like, yeah, you can keep that too. So we had a whole bunch of fun with that pogo stick. And just so you know, it's not so much that I mind jogging beside her. It's that poor people have to watch me jog. And that's something nobody wants to see. <laughs> <laughs> I love your covering your butt of 
what if she listens to this someday and I give her a complex? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Complaining about the running. I don't mind doing anything with my little girl. She's oh, well, That's so sweet. Now I'm throwing up in my mouth. Look at this. <laughs> <circle>. <laughs> well, you guys can jog, power wheel, bike, hang glide, or racing snail because Crystal Beth gets the hero shot of the movie. Heck, oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. When I was watching this minute and I wasn't expecting it at all, when it hit that cut... And that music came in, and that sun was there. I got chills. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. This is oh. what I remember about Fantasia. And they don't they don't mess around with the cut at all. That music, that synth, <laughs> that synth hits in, like, hard right when the right, right when the frame does. Like, bang. Oh, yep. awesome. So 80s. The synth is welcoming you to the movie. Oh, I have the notes. Hello, Ivory Tower, you gorgeous beauty, you. Like, just the planning that it took for to make such an amazing shot. Okay, we want the sun way back in the sky, way down deep. Now, do you think this is a sunrise, I'm guessing, since they oh, were yeah. in the middle of the night? That's since they right. traveled all night. That makes sense. And it's so warm and sweet. That's how you know, too. Yeah, we have the yeah. sunrise on the matte painting in the background. And was anyone from the east? No, we had north, no, south. we have not seen east yet. And the team, yeah, so they were traveling east. So actually, yeah, that makes perfect sense at sunrise. Yeah, so oh, wow. beautiful. And, you know, as a kid, I never really understood the spatial correlations of the tower. But now I know that most of that, what you see here, isn't where they go. It's all in that little tiny upper section at the very top. Yeah. Is where they end mm-hmm. up going to. And I think it's, it's a so nice touch pretty. that they have this matte painting that, you know, is spectacular. It's colored beautifully. It's bright. It's it's really distinct. And you have the tower standing up in its wonderful shape. And it feels like everything's lit up. But then they also took the time to make sure that there were moving trees in the foreground so that it feels coherent. It feels like it's actually a real thing. Yeah. Nice. They did such a good job. <sighs> well, I got to introduce... Crystal Beth to our favorite friend from the production. Oh, God. The conceptual artist of this movie oh. <laughs> is Count Olderico. Count is in his IMDb listing. We have royalty working on this project. Olderico is all that it says in the credits, but then when you go to his IMDb, it insists that he is a count. And also, he apparently only exists in this movie. What? That's We awesome. cannot find anything on him. I'm probably ruining it, and like someone in the listener society will be like, Oh, here's all this information on him. I don't want it. I don't want to know. I would rather assume that he, like, was molded out of clay, came to life, made this movie, and then went back to, like... That's so cool. (laughs) It's so great. And then the other people, I I looked through the art department because this is just such a moment. And the illustrator, I want to say, even though I'm not sure he's involved in this at all, because his last name is J-A-P-L... His Yapple. first name is Yapple? Juan. I know how to say Juan, but I have no idea if it's Juan Yapple? Yapple. Or Yapple? I, I, yeah. That's why I was like, I got to bring this up. And then the production painter is Ernie Collar, spelled E-A-R-N-E. Like he's Ernest. He's, he's earnestly Ernie. Ernie Collar, the production painter. He earned his money here. I am. <laughs> envious of your production crew <laughs> <laughs> well we also have the scenic painter friedrich thaler or thaler depending on how you do it 
And then we have the people actually credited as map painters. They're all ILM. <laughs> it's good times. Uh, Jim Danforth, Frank Ordaz, Caroline Green, and Christopher Evans, parentheses, not that Chris Evans. Oh, bummer. Because he is credited as Chris Evans. And they are very clear <laughs> to be like, this is Christopher Evans, the map painter from ILM in the 80s. Not Captain America. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was just such a talented man he was doing that when he was two? Oh, not to fall in love all over again, but yeah. Yeah, he could do that. I believe it. It's fine. <laughs> so looking at this picture, have you guys ever seen those pictures that they sell where the pictures are like moving pictures? Like where the water moves in the picture? Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, where it's about. like everything is still except the water is moving. I don't think I've moving. seen one in real life, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what this picture reminds me of. And I would love to have one of this picture done like that sitting on my wall. <gasps> that with, like, would be the awesome. Water <laughs> no, I want the avatar, but I want like the clouds suddenly moving. <laughs> right. The clouds, maybe the trees and the water. It would be amazing. Oh, man. I'm kind of disappointed you don't already have never-ending story artwork up. <laughs> None that moves. And it feels like you should. <laughs> well, so this is my favorite minute because at the same time that I was becoming obsessed with the movie The Never-Ending Story, and I was a little dink. I was telling Thomas, this is one of the first movies I remember ever seeing. Wow. And I loved it, and I rewatched it a million times. I was also obsessed with my dad's favorite game that everyone thought we were so cool for having, Dark Tower. Wow. We had a Dark Tower, which last I tested it because every five years or so we take it out and cross our fingers and test it, worked. And if you've played this game and you know the little, like, song noises it makes, it's such a (laughs) visceral memory. (laughs) Wow. And the Dark Tower, the tower, the actual tower from the game, is the evil twin of this ivory tower. That's crazy. They're so entwined in my brain of, like, you know, it was late 80s for me, but mid-80s. Because I was born in 84, so this would have been, like, 87, 88. You know, long enough that my dad and his friends no longer thought it was cool to gather around and play Dark Tower. Yeah. But and so now I was allowed to kind of press buttons and try and do it. So speaking it's of, so cool. you know, way back oh. in the eighties and stuff, Crystal Beth, what are your experiences, your memories about of the eighties? No, <laughs> not the whole eighties, but this movie in particular. Oh gosh! So as we've said before, I was terrified of it uh, to the point where I had a friend in college who used to make fun of me for it and, like, hold me down while I tried to watch it. I mean, and then he would, like, force me to watch it. And that's when I was like, oh, it's not that bad after I watched it as an adult. But I remember one day we were watching The NeverEnding Story at my mom's daycare because she owned a daycare and I was in fifth or sixth grade. And one of my friends uh, came and slept over after we left and we were watching The NeverEnding Story and the daycare. And I was so scared that I wouldn't let her go use the bathroom without me in the bathroom with her. Because <laughs> I was so afraid of the wolf. Oh, Gamork. Yeah. Most people I knew who were afraid of this movie were afraid of Gamork. It was so scary. And then, I, like I said, I didn't like that snail. <laughs> 
Uh, Crystal, I might have something that that could help you in the future with your fear of the Gamork. Did you know that he is voiced by the same person that voices Rockbiter and Falcor? Yes, that does help me. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, Falcor and Gamork are also twins entwined forever. Exactly, yes, because oh, they're alternate, alternate like beings of the oh, same it's crazy. thing. I wasn't afraid of that, but I was also weirdly like... All dogs are puppies, and I want to get to know every dog. Like, even as a little kid, I was just like, is that a dog? Can I meet it? How many dogs do you think I can meet in one lifetime, Dad? Let's go. Let's start with this one. And so even though you're right, that's scary, I was just like, he hurt Gamork! I did used to have nightmares about his teeth, like how evident the wolf's teeth are. Like, I could just see how white right. they were and, mm-hmm. and sticking out. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a teeth. I was also, honestly, terrified of Falcor. <laughs> I didn't like the way he spoke. I didn't like the way he moved. <laughs> I didn't like the way he yelled and his tongue moved in his mouth. This was probably your puppet hatred that was yeah. coming in. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I've heard for, when he yawns with the tongue, I've heard other people say that they were not a fan. I'm glad I'm not alone and that you've talked to other people so I don't feel crazy. But, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where I'm like, don't get me wrong. I absolutely loved him. I Like, I really like this movie now. I have gotten over it. Um, and it's such a just a classic, good 80s movie. And I really do appreciate it. I did not realize until now how much tongue action there is in this movie. <laughs> like, they were really focused on the tongues. I so don't much. mind Falcors as much because it doesn't make me think of Jabba the Hutt. Apparently, that's where my line is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are so many good 80s movies kind of in this vein. And for some reason, I must have just latched onto this one so hard. Like, I haven't seen Willow. I didn't see Labyrinth until... Actually, I was out of college. It was like the year after I went to visit someone who was still in school and they put it on and I fell asleep to it. That was Ah. my, like, I I just feel like I'm missing this whole (laughs) genre. And I remember the Muppets movies existing, but we didn't have them. So I only saw them a couple times. And it's just this whole puppet universe that I just, didn't think I was interested at all in, and then I started studying the movies I do love, and I'm like, nope, there are puppets everywhere. (laughs) Yoda's a puppet, Tierney. How did you not put this together? (laughs) So funny. I've I've realized now that, of course, all these things shaped my child, or shaped who I am now, but Crystal, I don't know if you know this, but I'm I'm a big guy. I'm 6'5", I'm 300 pounds. I'm I'm a large person. That's so tall. (laughs) I have always identified with, like, the rock biter and... Even Chewbacca, like my, you know, my Twitter handle is the Wookie Lives. Yeah. And then she mentioned Labyrinth and, you know, Ludo, the big, the big hairy guy. That was my favorite as well. It seems to, <laughs> all these movies had these large characters that I could really identify with. It's really I like odd. the visual of you running with your daughter now. <laughs> <laughs> but as Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca. Oh my God, Chewbacca would have run next to the power wheels for Han and Leia's kids. <laughs> Oh, God. Did you guys see those those little uh, Calvin and Hobbes type pictures that they came up with around the time Force Awakens came out? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and they showed Chewie Chewie all sad when he had to shoot Kylo. Oh, <laughs> Made me cry. God. I can't think about it. <laughs> they kill me. Oh, my heart is so full. Right I still now. think that's why he shot him in the hip and not in the not actually killing him. He yeah, 
He couldn't. It's very emotionally troubling. You know, it's funny. This movie is deep, but it's not emotionally troubling like that. Right. Like, there is no ambiguity. It's, that's, uh, that's, I very much appreciate that in 80s children's movies. Here yeah, is were, the bad. Here is the good. They were just escapes. <laughs> there, there's going to be a little bit of philosophy and thinking about the world as it is or isn't and what's real and what isn't and what these things mean. Yeah. But you're never unsure who you're supposed to be rooting for. Right. <laughs> Except <sighs> for me wanting to pet Gamork. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're crazy. Cause I was teeth, just going to say, I was like, teeth hey, would crazy. <laughs> his teeth would gore you. <laughs> I know. Not all dogs want me to be their friend, but I want to be friends with all dogs. <laughs> oh, goodness. Do you guys all have right. any other notes on this wonderful minute? Oh, this wonderful. I, I feel so uplifted. Beautiful and dreamlike and a great way to end. No more sad bells. I can't believe this happened to fall on a Friday. I know. This is, like, perfect. Right? It feels like something we should have had to, like, kind of fuss with when we released episodes. No! This just perfectly ends this week out. Yep. Uh, my one last stupid note <laughs> is, okay, so I don't know if you've done this, but if you accidentally replay right at right after the end of the minute and start the minute over again, it's Rockbiter on both ends of it. Just his face on both ends of it. Oh! Oh, a little Rockbiter bookmark. Yeah, Speaking exactly. of emotional roller coasters, <laughs> start with the rock biter, end with the rock biter. Yep. Well, you did say it was rock biter. Week. I did indeed, and that's partially why because I saw all the um, screenshots of these this section of videos, <laughs> and each one of them had the rock biter in it. <laughs> that's true. Now he he told us a little story. He gave us a little exposition, and then he went on an adventure. We got to ride or die for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Speaking of going on an adventure with your ride-or-die people, Crystal, thank you so much for joining us on our fir- first week with a guest. Yes. Of course. It was an absolute pleasure. I'm, I'm glad oh. I was your guinea pig. <laughs> well, I'm We're... glad we could have you on and not emotionally traumatize you by talking about the never-ending story. Thank no, you, I'm, I'm glad I've grown up. <laughs> if you had me 10 years ago, I would have been crying. You know, everyone needs that... It, I almost want to say the mean college friend, but it, they actually like open your eyes to all sorts of things. Like I had a friend who insisted we watch Requiem for a Dream, which horrified me, but I'm so glad I saw it that time so that I can now talk about it. You know? They, <laughs> yeah. They come, that's... they come through for you in the end. Right. <laughs> they do. All right, Crystal, why don't you give us all the plugs? Tell us all the wonderful places we can go and hear your sweet melodic voice. Oh, of course. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Crystal Beth. You can listen to my Movies by Minutes podcast, The Fifth Element, and my other video game podcast called Unlimited Lives Radio. Both are on iTunes. You can also watch us stream Unlimited Lives live on Twitch every Thursday at 6 p.m. at twitch.tv slash Radio. And you can go to the Fifth Element website at www.thefifthelement.com if you want to get a sneakier peeksy into what we're all about. And yeah, I think that that's that's about me. Well, I will say I listen to both of those podcasts and they're both amazing. Um, <laughs> in fact, when I first started talking to you this week, I was listening to your podcast when you popped into our, our session. It was pretty meta and kind of scary, but <laughs> yeah, it worked. I was like, nice. I can hear me. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought it was my oh, computer. I was like, what do I have on right now? That's strange. And I feel like listeners who grew up loving the never ending story will enjoy the fifth element. Oh, definitely. They they feel very 
like they're very different movies, but they feel like they could be related. They're in the same family. Yes, I definitely 100% agree with you. I feel like Lupusson and Wolfgang Peterson had a couple conversations. <laughs> yeah, they've had some tea together. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to find me, I'm the Wookiee Lives on Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you want to find more out about the Neverending Minute, you can go to the Neverending Minute on Facebook. You can join our Never Any Minute Listener Society. Come and talk to us about what we've talked about, what you hope we'll talk about, and your own memories, and we'd be happy to see them. If you want to email us and have us read your email, we'd be happy to do that if it applies to what we're talking about or if it's entertaining. You can email us at neverendingminute at outlook.com. Tierney, is there anything else I've missed? See, I could never handle that because I'd be like, is this entertaining? Is it? <laughs> but, but do it. Send it. We'll see. Yes. Um, I, for personal plugs, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at one steel sister spelled out as words all together. And I think you covered, we're on Twitter at Nevendmin. I missed and, that one, I think. All right. There we go. I was trying to think you covered a lot of ground. We also have a website. We are part of Growler Media and we are incredibly grateful to them for taking us under their wing. And so if you go to growlermedia.com, you will find our podcast as well as another Movies by Minute podcast on the Disney film, the animated Beauty and the Beast. So if you need a little break from puppetry, you can check that out. But then come back on Monday. We have a new guest next week. And if you want to hear him, you'll have to come back. But that's, that's another, another story. story. And it shall be told at another time, 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 time. Wow, something is really different on a growler. I'm keeping your bones.